Hello, and welcome to the Mind Your Marketing Podcast, the space where I, Allison, from AllisonReeves.co, explore mindset and marketing by sharing others' entrepreneurial stories. Every week, we dive into a success story and learn how guests started their business, grew their income, overcame struggles, and mastered their mindset. For more training and takeaways and transcripts from each and every episode, check out the blog at AllisonReeves.co. And now, on to this week's episode. All right, so today I am here with Shannon Pierce, who is an entrepreneur and also a colleague of mine. We were in the same mastermind for a while together, so I know her pretty well. And she's a doctor, a holistic health advocate, and a nationally known speaker and educator. And she has a passion for women's hormones, thyroid, and autoimmune issues. She teaches about what she calls the women's health trifecta, which we might be touching on today. And um, she just has a, a passion and a mission for helping women in a way that traditional medicine really is... Um, giving many of us a disservice, which hopefully I didn't open up a giant can of worms right from the start there, but uh, it's one of the things I love about you, Shannon. So I'm going to give you a chance to introduce yourself a little bit more thoroughly, and then I'm going to ask you 1 million questions. Awesome. Sounds fun. So thank you for having me. This is definitely one of my favorite things to talk about, right? Women, especially entrepreneurial women and how they should properly take care of their bodies and all of the things that I feel like people don't tell us until we find ourselves in the necessity, right? To figure it out. And that was a big part of my life. And I'm sure we'll get to that, but nobody taught me the things that I teach women now. And I ended up really putting my mental health and my physical health in a really bad place because I wanted to push so hard to build a business and in turn ended up destroying my health and then had to figure out the path to get back, right? To full health and full freedom. So now that is something I just feel so just passionate about sharing to as many women who will listen so they don't have to go through the same thing. And it's so important to know that and to know that you're not alone if you're going through some of this stuff. So I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And your passion definitely shines through. I mean, meeting you in person and just the love that you have to share to other women who, you know, are going through similar struggles to what you've been through. And so taking a step back, I'm, I actually don't know your full kind of like entrepreneur story. If you want to just share like because we know you're a doctor, but how did you go from like, what is your journey from wanting to get into medicine to starting a seven figure business? Yeah. So I have struggled with my health pretty much my entire life. I was actually diagnosed with fibromyalgia when I was eight years old. Wow. By 10 years old, I was on 10 different prescription medications, everything from stuff for my gut to antidepressants, to birth control, to pain medications, all of these things, because nobody could figure out why this eight-year-old kid was having such severe pain. They just couldn't find out the reason. And I actually remember very clearly, and I feel like this is like my origin story. I sat in front of a neurologist and the man who diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. And he said, do you know what that means? And I said, no. And he said, that means the pain is all in your head. And I remember thinking like, like, that means I'm crazy. Like, what do I, like, what do I do? I don't understand that. So I spent a good chunk of my life really thinking it was all in my head and the, you know, just debilitating thoughts that come along with that and everything else. And then there was a point in my life. I just was so sick of feeling bad that I started going down this holistic journey for myself. And that's what led me to first becoming a chiropractor because I had my first chiropractic experience and loved it. So I went to chiropractic school and just like most entrepreneurs and most high achievers, I wanted to do everything as 
best as I could, as fast as I could. So I did the accelerated program to get my undergraduate degree. I did the accelerated program to get my doctorate. I did the advanced program to get my functional medicine degree. Like I did everything at warp speed because I was in such a rush to get to the next step, to the next place where I could start helping other people. And for a little bit, that was great, but I actually met my husband in chiropractic school. And then we moved and we started a business and hit the ground running. We built one of the largest health centers in the entire country within two years of being in business, tons of success right off the bat, but we never took a break. And when I mean never, I mean like we didn't even take weekends off for years until I finally, my body kind of forced me to do it. Right. And some of you might resonate with this. Like it literally took me losing my health to realize I had to figure out how to create boundaries and prioritize and not go at that speed all of the time. So for me, it happened after we had our first son, I, I mean, hit rock bottom. I literally could not get out of bed. I was having migraine headaches every single day. My joint pain was so bad in the mornings. I couldn't even pick up my newborn baby for hours of the first half of the day because my hands hurt so freaking bad. And I'm thinking like, I'm dying. Like there was actually moments. I'm like, this has to be like cancer. It's an autoimmune disease. Like something is really wrong. I can't function. I'm so sick. And I actually, at this point, we were already holistic doctors, but I was so scared. I went the traditional medical route. I went to doctors. I went back to neurologists. I went back and did all of the testing and realized nobody was giving me answers. Not a single person could tell me why I felt so bad, or if they had an idea, no one was giving me help or answers to get better. Every next appointment I went to, every next doctor I met, I left feeling more discouraged and more unheard. And I was getting so mad and so hopeless in that situation that that was the moment I was like, I've got to figure this out. Like I've got to figure out how to fix myself. And in doing that, I really dove deep into the functional lab testing, the women's health trifecta that we'll talk about, the missing pieces of what most doctors aren't doing, which is finding the root cause, the actual reason why your body is having symptoms but then creating a very specific strategic plan based on anatomy and physiology, which you would think most doctors do that, but they don't (laughs) like barely anything in our medical system is actually based on anatomy and physiology, but really making a structured plan on how I was going to rebuild my health. And then when it worked for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what the world is missing. Like we need to be able to put those pieces together and teach people that you're not sick for no reason. There's always a reason. There's always a way to fix it, but you have to have the answer and you have to have the right plan. What a hopeful message. And just to go back to the beginning of your story, like, first of all, your story is like such a classic hero's journey in the way that like you had a problem, got a solution and then hit another wall and had to go into like the deeper depths of yourself to find that next solution. And I just want to acknowledge, first of all, that like, I'm so sorry about what you went through medically. And I'm so, I just, it is really awful that people just told you it was in your head. And I can't imagine, I mean, one word you could use for that would be gaslighting, but another time, I'm sure like I've seen you post on Instagram, um, about like your nervous system and regulating your nervous system and trauma. And I know that has a lot to do with health in general too. And just to acknowledge, like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. 
Yeah. And that happens to so many people, right? Like if you could only hear the stories I hear from other women where like my doctor at one lady, she could not lose weight and she really didn't. She was probably starving herself. She was barely eating anything. She tells her doctor that she has a desire to lose weight. And this actually came from a medical doctor. He looked at her and said, well, here's the answer. If it tastes good, spit it out. (gasps) from a doctor. And I was like, no, he didn't. And she's like, no, no, he really did. Like, but people are getting these, these answers, answers. You can't see my air quotes, but (laughs) not a real answer, but they're getting this advice and they're getting this more. So it's, they're getting just dismissed when they have real true physiological imbalances, but we're being told it's because we're lazy, crazy. You're a woman, you're hormonal, you're emotional. And that's what we're told. So at some point you start to believe it. And that's what yeah. needs to change. It's like, no, it's none of those things. It is real physiological imbalances creating whatever symptom it is you have. And how did you transition? I'm sure this kind of is woven into that, this whole story you just shared, but how did you transition or when did you and why transition from having the in-person practice to moving to the online model that you have now? Yeah, you know, the honest answer is when I first started doing it, it was for my own mental health. So Mm. going to the office and having my schedule stacked and having hours, 10 hour days that I was away from my kids and away from my house, it, that was putting a strain on me. And even though I was at that point doing the functional medicine work and the things I really loved, I was still, you said about having to go back multiple times to learn the lesson. That is me to a T. Like I had to learn those like three or four different times before (laughs) it finally stuck. So even after I got well, after my pregnancy and I was feeling great, I got so like just passionate about this message that I went balls to the wall again, right? Like I was like seeing, I was doing 200 calls a month. I was like cranking people out and because I wanted to help so many people, but then I found myself getting closer and closer to the edge of burnout again. Right. And that's when 200 I had to calls down. a month. Is that a 200 month. client calls? Yes. Oh my gosh. How many, how many is that a week? That math is hard. <laughs> I was so easily doing calls. 10 to 15 calls a day. <gasps> Shannon, that is insane. Wow. But I like, I'm, I kept justifying that I loved it and all of this stuff. So for me, and some of those were in person and I was still going to the office and I was trying to run the stuff on the other side of things too. Like just, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit, like I can do it all. I'll take all of the hats and I will wear them all and I will do it all well. And I just did that for so long that when I started feeling like I was getting back to burnout again, and I was really feeling it, like it was getting harder to control my emotions. I was finding it harder to multitask again. I was exhausted no matter how many hours of sleep. Like I know all the signs, right. And I'll teach those to you guys here in just a second, but I started noticing all that in my life. And actually it was my husband who came into my office one day and I was crying and he's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't have control over my emotions right now. And he's like, you know what that means? And I was like, I know what it means, but I don't want to admit that I know what it means. I was like, all right. So that's when we really sat down and we prioritized and we built our life first and then our business second. And I realized like it benefits me better and ultimately my patients better if I build a schedule that's sustainable for me and cutting out the time I had to go to the office, cutting out those types of things. That was the first thing that felt right. That was the first step. And then when and I what realized- was that schedule, I'm curious if you want to share- Like, what was that schedule of like life first, business second, if you remember? Yep. No, the very first thing I did is I pushed all of my calls in the morning. I took all, I used to start at 9 a.m. And then I said, you know, I'm not starting till 11. It gives me time to make sure I can wake up and make my healthy food for the day, that I can get my mindset work in, that I can get my exercise in. I'm giving myself space to develop a routine 
so that I stay healthy. So pushing those calls first, always blocking out an hour break, which I wasn't doing. I could push it all day, right? Calls from one time to the next and then finish for the night. And for a long time, I did that. So going in and, and intentionally structuring an hour that I have off and then hard stop. Like I, I end calls at 6 p.m. And if that doesn't work for your schedule, then you're probably going to have to see one of my associates because I can't extend beyond my means because it doesn't fit anybody. So I had to really make those, we call them solid yellow lines, right? Like when you're driving, if there's two solid yellow lines, you can't pass. Like I have very mm. solid lines around when I do and don't take appointments. And I just had to be okay saying no when someone else's schedule didn't fit into those. And just knowing that some there's some, I have other doctors, right? We have other doctors on our team. I'll find somebody to help you, but it doesn't always have to be me. And that was a hard pill to swallow for me. Cause I always like, I want it to be me, but it doesn't have to be right. Like we, we made a program and a process that works for everybody and being true to myself is honoring what I teach other people to do. Right. Is right. Say no. yeah. If it doesn't fit, that. you say no. I think that's the easiest way to start those, those changes. And I have clients all the time. Like, I feel like I just have to like work more to make more. And my first advice is, well, if one simple thing you can do to make sure you don't work too much is just have boundaries in your schedule. And so someone said, I took a half day on Friday because I was really tired. And I said, what if you just did that every Friday? And then <laughs> and you like, didn't get exhausted. Yep. Right. Yeah. What if you just did that every Friday and become routine and you'd be more disciplined in the active hours? Um, and so what are the signs of burnout? You said, um, I love to know if you want to, and I think I interrupted your kind of story and talking about that schedule, but if you remember where you were at, I'd love to see for you to continue on there. But I also want to know, like, what are the signs of burnout? What do we need to watch out for? Yeah. So the big things are one is when you feel like you can't control your emotions are harder to control, even if it's not a big deal, right? If you ever start feeling like that shouldn't have bothered me as much as it did, but it's making me really emotional, or I'm starting to get really irritated or agitated with things that wouldn't normally do that to me. That's a pretty darn good sign that your nervous system is overloaded brain fog and losing the ability to multitask easily. So for me, I know that if I'm trying to focus on something and someone's asking me a question and it's like irritating me, or I can't like compute more than one thing at a time, that's another great sign that your nervous system is overwhelmed and needs a break. Fatigue, no matter how well you sleep, right? It's like I slept last night, but I wake up and I'm still exhausted. And it's more of that deep tired, right? It's not like I didn't sleep well last night, so I'm tired. It's that deep feeling of exhaustion. That is a big sign that burnout is coming. Um, and then not enjoying things that you normally would enjoy. I find myself saying like, I don't even want to go and do, you know, that dinner with friends tonight. Like I don't even have this capacity to do that right now. Like when you're not even wanting to do the things that normally you enjoy, it's again, your nervous system telling you it's trying to slow you down for a reason. So those are the things that when I start seeing those pop up, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Something needs to change. And what I teach is sometimes it's physical, right? Am I in physical burnout? Am I not supporting my adrenals? Not, and are my hormones imbalanced? Is my thyroid off again? So I evaluate those and see, or is it more of an emotional burnout? Have I truly overextended? Am I being true to my boundaries? Have I said too many yeses when they should have been no? Seeing where that is at, or what other things can you start to drop off your plate now, right? Are there other things that you can start delegating and it's making sure you're looking at both the physical, emotional, well, actually three, physical, emotional, and practical things that could be creating the burnout for you in that season, because it will be different when it happens for different reasons. Yeah, I think that's a perfect summary too, the perfect um, 
parallel to like when I teach mindset or when you teach um, like allowing your success or law of attraction, it's always part mental and emotional and part like action and the things that you do. And I think with burnout, you know, burnout is deals with a lot of mindset components too. And it's like the same thing you just mentioned where part of it is mental and emotional, but there's also a physical side where no matter how much you try to regulate your emotions, like if you have things that are off in your body, you may not be able to like rise above the issues that you're having. And, you know, honestly, that is another one of the kind of signs of burnout for myself is I have a very, again, like I'm, I'm good and disciplined about my morning routine that normally keeps me very balanced. Right. But when my normal go-tos don't do it anymore, like I can normally, you know, sit in meditation for, you know, 20 minutes and come out feeling like, okay, I feel much more centered now, or I can do some breath work. And I feel like I can, you know, feel a pretty tangible shift when I'm doing those things and not feeling the same shift. That's for me when I typically will go and redo my labs. Cause it's like, okay, something else is blocking me from being able to get stability. And if it's not mindset, then it's probably more physiological. What do I have to look at on that side of things? Yeah. And that leads into perfectly like, what is the women's health trifecta? Yeah. So the, this is what medicine in general, even natural healthcare does such a poor job of understanding that the three things that really kind of impact a woman the most is her thyroid, but her adrenal glands and her hormones. Almost never do I meet a woman who has had proper hormone testing, a proper adrenal mapping, and a full thyroid panel. Normally they've had very basic labs, especially if they go to the doctor feeling exhausted, having weight gain, losing hair, they'll run basic labs, basic thyroid panel, throw you on a thyroid medication, or give you an antidepressant without ever really checking your adrenals and your hormones, which we're women, we're hormonal beings. These are things that have a very huge impact. And it's a place that I find so many root cause answers for women, just checking their hormone pathways and their adrenal function and really deep diving into the thyroid. When you have a good balance between those three things, that is truly the trifecta of health. Like you will feel your best when your thyroid, your hormones, and your adrenal glands are working in harmony. Magic happens. Like the coolest <laughs> thing happen when those things are doing their jobs, but so many women are missing at least one of the three pieces of that puzzle. And what are the, like, so this is someone who is like totally outside of your industry. And I know there's lots of listeners who are too. When, like, what are some of the things that can be off in those areas? And then what would that cause? Yeah. So specifically, adrenals is probably the place to start looking for most people, because especially if you're an entrepreneur, you've pushed yourself, right? We all have, that's how we've got to where we are at some point. So your adrenal glands are what's responsible ma mainly, right? For your stress response. But what happens, especially in high achieving people is you push it so hard and maybe for a while you're running on high cortisol, which is high stress, right? But with any system of the body, if you push it too hard for too long, eventually it's going to fatigue, right? It's going to wear out. So when you've gone so hard and so fast for so long, typically what a body will do is start down-regulating, like suppressing your adrenal function basically to protect you, right? So you don't end up with a stroke or an aneurysm. It's brilliant what the body's doing. But when that happens and you start entering into more of this decreased adrenal function, that's when the fatigue, a lot of those same burnout symptoms, right? It's the deep fatigue. It's the brain fog. It's the inability to focus. It's gaining weight for no reason, right? Like I don't feel like I changed anything and the weight's coming on. Those are all signs that the adrenals are really low functioning. 
because of chronic stress. But the reason the trifecta is so important is when you start messing with one, it directly impacts the other. So your adrenal function actually has more to do with your thyroid health than even your thyroid does. So if you have a thyroid issue, but have never checked your adrenal glands, you really don't know what to do for your thyroid because it controls that area. Your adrenals can also create hormone imbalance. It depletes your hormones. It can actually drain your hormones when your adrenals are so low. So then you end up having all these hormone issues and you have even like cycle problems, or you can have infertility or PCOS or endometriosis. All of those are connected to all three pieces of the trifecta. And they're so common. You're hard pressed to find a woman who doesn't either have a thyroid issue, PCOS, endometriosis, some type of cycle issue, or has been put on birth control for hormone problems. Like it's a freaking pandemic of women's health issues that are just not being properly addressed. Yeah. And then, so what would be an example of, and I don't want to, I don't want you to give away your secret sauce, but what would be an example of a remedy for someone whose adrenals were off? I am all about, and this is where like, even on my TikTok videos, people get so annoyed, but the answer <laughs> is always, and will always be for me, proper testing to know your pattern. Because let's say you and I both mm. get our adrenals tested. And let's say we both even have kind of lower cortisol, right? Maybe we're both trending towards adrenal fatigue. If you don't know your pattern, I can't tell you something to take, right? I wish I could, you know, how much easier my job would be if it was like, yes, you have crappy <laughs> adrenals. You take this one supplement, you're healed. Like my, I would have a lot less calls on my schedule, right? Like fix everyone with one thing, but it just doesn't work like that. And anyone who tells you it does, or gives you recommendations on things that will quote unquote, fix you without seeing labs. Like I'm just telling you, that's why so many people are frustrated with healthcare because it doesn't work that way. Because yeah. even based on a pattern, you might have to time your stuff differently. You might need something that's more stimulatory, or you might need something that's more suppressing. You might need to do something that's supporting the actual tissue of your adrenal function so that they can regrow because they've been so damaged. I mean, there are so many just pieces that go into my thought process when I'm creating a protocol for somebody that I can honestly say I have never prescribed the exact same protocol start to finish on two people. It's never the exact same ever because even one little intricacy in your pattern changes everything. Yeah. That's amazing. I think that speaks to, I think, you know, people listening to this are probably like, yeah, I thought that's what medicine was supposed to be like. <laughs> it's like customized and like taking into account my life and my data. And I love, you know, I, I know that your vision is really like to totally change the industry and to have, you know, insurance pay for this kind of holistic like true care. And I just really support that vision because I'm someone who doesn't have anything very serious health-wise happen to me and still am immensely frustrated with my medical experiences. I had, I had severe debilitating stomach pain from 2012 to 2014 or so. And I ended up just becoming a raw gluten-free vegan for most of that time because like at the time, like the raw food diet was really popular. And I'm like, well, maybe if I just like cut out absolutely everything and that did fix the issue, but it took a lot of pain, a lot of time off work and no real diagnosis and a lot of misery eating out with friends for three years. <laughs> yeah. But that's just it. Why did you have to struggle? Find your own answers, go to the extremes to finally heal. Right. right. Like, that I shouldn't have two, been what I, it took. Right. I had two colonoscopies. I had a stomach biopsy and I had all this other stuff. And everybody was like, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> but here's the insanity to me, especially in the insurance model, right? Like this is where I get so annoyed is 
they'll gladly, you know, send you for a colonoscopy that really doesn't give you that much information unless there's a major, right, diagnosis or disease. They're missing all the physiology and anatomy, right? Like, let's look at the function first, which is more, more likely to be the actual problem than jump right to disease diagnosis. So they're missing. There's this whole window between, no, you don't have a disease yet but that doesn't mean you're well. And that is the window that people don't get help with, right? It's like, I want to be functionally and optimally well, but in our medical system, until you have a diagnosable problem, there is no solution. Yeah, yep. And so going back to burnout, if someone starts having those symptoms, what's the first thing that they should do? Or like, what are the first steps to preventing the burnout or, or starting to take care of it if they're already there? Yeah. I think for a lot of people, number one is just sitting and really evaluating. Can you tell, and sometimes you can't tell for yourself and you need help, but is this physical? Do I feel like something is wrong in my physical body or do I know I'm like tapped to the max? Right. And a lot of times it's a combination of both of them. So things that are really easy to start with. Number one, if you have let your morning routine go, if you are not actively giving yourself several minutes a day at minimum to just center and calm your nervous system, that's number one. Always get back to that first. Give yourself some space just to allow your nervous system to be at rest. And then I highly recommend if you haven't done functional testing, there are three tests that I always recommend people start with that are just a great base to figure out what's going on with your physiology and your anatomy. One is a comprehensive stool sample. I love, like, there's so much stuff you can learn from testing your poop. It's unbelievable. Like your immune <laughs> function, your inflammation, are you digesting and absorbing your nutrients? Like all beautiful information from a stool sample. That is something I feel, I very strongly believe every human on the planet needs a stool sample to understand what's going on with their gut. Number two is the hormone and adrenal mapping. It's called the Dutch test. That is the entrepreneur's key to balancing hormones and adrenals. Like knowing your pattern, knowing what to choose, to help support yourself. That is so important. I do mine every two years because it's ever changing. And that's how I decide how to best support my own body in that season is always keeping eyes on how my patterns are changing. And then I'm a big fan of food allergy testing. So before you go and cut out every food group on the planet, right? And <laughs> just to see what yeah. it is, like, listen to your body. It's going to tell you if there are certain things it wants you to cut out, if they're creating inflammation so that you can spend less time, right? Trying to do all of these elimination diets and really focus on the things your body is telling you to minimize. But as far as functional testing goes, that is a great, the stool sample, hormone and adrenal mapping, and food allergies are a great place to start finding your root cause answers. And then there's hundreds of others you can add as you go. But for me, that's foundational. Yeah. And what's the, I know that I've like people listening and I want to know where do I get these tests? And I don't think you can get them anywhere that I know of, but I know for sure that you sell these packages on your site. Do you have a link for that that you can give us? hundred percent. So I'm actually going to drop two things for your listeners. I have my five-step morning routine that I, is always my go-to that I go back to whenever I feel like I'm off balance. It helps calm the adrenals. There's some really good things for your nervous system in there. I love that. So I'm going to drop you the link to that. And then just as we're talking about it, I just thought about the second one. I actually have a PDF on the three tests your doctor isn't running that are keeping you sick and a link mm. to get uh, either access to those or be able to get a free consultation with one of my team members to be able to get access to that testing. So I'll drop that one as well. So if you're interested in getting functional testing, there will be a link in that, um, that PDF to be able to get that. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about the morning routine. 
ritual. I'm always looking to update mine. I just, yeah. just recently updated. It feels so nourishing, um, but I'd love to know what yours is. Absolutely. And that's it too. I do change mine often, right? So anytime I feel like I'm getting too stagnant with one, then I switch it up and do another one. So the one I'm sharing now is my current one that I'm, I'm really loving. Awesome. Very cool. Um, well, we're going to drop those links. Is there anything else you want to share, Shannon, about your story or about how people can get help? I really think that the most important thing I want to leave people with is number one, it's not all in your head. <laughs> so something I, <laughs> I really passionately feel like everyone needs to hear is if you are having physical symptoms in your body, whether it's anxiety, depression, if you're having stomach pain, if you're having migraine headaches, if you have skin problems, that is your body asking for help. Bottom line, your body is doing it for a reason. These are signs that there's an imbalance and it is our job as the owners of this body to listen and investigate why that's happening. So no symptom is ever for no reason. You just haven't found your answer or your cause yet. And once you find that cause, then you can make good decisions to really just clear those things up and minimize frustration. But I will say it once and I'll say it a hundred times, starting with really good functional testing is going to minimize your frustration big time. So that is always step one, good testing first, then choose protocols, medications, supplementation, whatever your choice might be on how you approach your health should come secondary to finding your answer. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so inspired by your story and you gave us so many good nuggets. You guys can find Shannon at the links in the show notes and on the blog and make sure to check out the functional testing kit and the free offer of the morning routine, which no matter where you are in your burnout journey, in your entrepreneurial journey, in your health journey will be very nourishing for you. I haven't seen this routine, but I know Shannon and I know that it would be a very nourishing exercise for you to do. So Shannon, thank you so much for joining us and I will talk to you again very soon. Thanks for having me. Once again, this is Allison, and thank you so much for listening. As a business and mindset coach, I help content creators get more visible so they can get paid with intentional strategy while thinking outside the box and by leveraging your unique passions. Make sure to find the free group Mindful Marketing Mavens on Facebook for over 100 free training videos, and then make sure to head to our website, allisonreeves.co, to apply for business coaching.